Hello and welcome to Since the World's Been Turning. This podcast series is a journey through history, one guided by the lyrics of Billy Joel's song, We Didn't Start the Fire. This episode is going to be a little bit different. So far in this series, we've covered the first two verses of lyrics from Joel's song, everything from Harry Truman all the way to Santayana Goodbye. We skipped Richard Nixon because we'll be returning to him later when Joel sings Richard Nixon Back Again, and we joined North Korea, South Korea and Panmunjom into one episode covering the events of the Korean War. But it's at this point in the song, after Santayana Goodbye, that Joel reaches his chorus for the first time, which goes like this. As you can tell, it's from the chorus that the title of this series takes its name, since the world's been turning. But what do Joel's lyrics in his chorus actually mean? What's he singing about when he says, we didn't start the fire, it was always burning? Who is he referring to when he says, we? What does he mean by the fire? And what does any of this have to do with the lyrics of the verses we've already heard and those we've yet to hear? Verses made up of the names of famous people, places, events and inventions. This episode is a meta-episode, one that folds the series in on itself by exploring the song on which the series is based, Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. One night in February 1964, a 14-year-old kid from New York, William Martin Joel, is watching television. He's not the only one tuning into The Ed Sullivan Show that night. Some 75 million Americans are also watching. Four young lads from Liverpool, not that much older than William, soon appear on the screen. The Beatles have arrived in America. Beatlemania, already transforming music and culture in the United Kingdom, is now unleashed upon the United States, changing the world forever. Young William's life changes forever too. It's at this moment, watching the Beatles, that he decides to become a rock star. He later says, That one performance changed my life. Up to that moment I'd never considered playing rock as a career. And when I saw four guys who didn't look like they'd come out of the Hollywood star mill, who played their own songs and instruments, and especially because you could see this look in John Lennon's face, and he looked like he was always saying, fuck you. I said, I know these guys. I can relate to these guys. I am these guys. This is what I'm going to do, play in a rock band. The musical career of Billy Joel is born. After playing in bands as a teenager during the 1960s, trying to emulate his British heroes like the Beatles, the Rolling Stones and The Who, Billy Joel's star begins to rise when he becomes a solo artist in the early 1970s. Throughout the 1970s and 80s, he has numerous pop hits, including She's Got Away, Piano Man, Only the Good Die Young, and Uptown Girl. He tours the world, becoming one of the first few Western musicians to perform in the Soviet Union in 1986. It's three years after this performance in the Soviet Union that Joel releases his third number one hit, 
We Didn't Start the Fire, a song that uses famous people and events to paint a broad picture of what shaped life in America during the Cold War. It's a crash course in American Cold War history, focusing not just on politics and wars, but on inventions, celebrity, books, musicals, philosophers, social and cultural references that place listeners in a certain time and place. It begins, as did this podcast series, with Harry Truman, who was president when Billy Joel was born in 1949. The lyrics then cascade through 40 years of political and popular history up until 1989, the year of the song's release. Just as John Lennon had once inspired Billy Joel to become a rock star, it's a friend of John Lennon's son, Sean, who inspires Joel to write We Didn't Start the Fire, as Billy himself explained. I, I, the, the, the song actually came from, um, I was, it was in a recording studio, and I turned 40 years old. It was uh, right around my birthday. I was in the studio. I was trying to think of ideas for songs. And um, I met uh, a guy who, was, who had just turned 21. Um, it was a friend of, uh, uh, Sean Lennon was there. Uh, and I was a great admirer of his dad. And he was there with a friend who had just turned 21 and was saying, oh, it's a terrible time to be 21. And I said, yeah, I remember when I turned 21, I thought it was an awful time. And we had Vietnam and, you know, drug problems and uh, civil rights problems. and Everything seemed to be awful. And he said, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, but, but it's different. It's different. It was different for you because you were a kid in the 50s. And everybody knows that nothing happened in the 50s. <laughs> So I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute. Didn't you ever hear of like the, the Korean War? You know, Suez Canal crisis, you know? And I started to write these things out, uh, almost like an exercise, and it, I started getting this idea for a song. And um, it ended, and, and, and I didn't know how to end it because there were hypodermics had washed up on the shore in New York. Hypodermics on the shore. And then this Tiananmen Square thing happened. China cracked down. China's under martial law. And then I thought, what's the stupidest thing going on right at the moment? Rock and roller, cola wars. Uh, you know, so they had just signed some other, you know, <coughs> silly rock star to say that, you know, drink our soda and rot your teeth. Uh, and I said, you know, thank you very much, rock and roller, cola wars. And uh, I could just, like, that was it. I mean, that, it, 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 it had a symmetry to it. It was 40 years uh, from 49 to 89. It just was just my luck that, you know, the, uh, the Soviet Union decided to close down shop at that particular time. But what does the title of the song, We Didn't Start the Fire, actually mean? And what does the chorus mean? The basic premise of the song is that we, or rather humans living in any given time, are not responsible for the fire, that is, the full spectrum of wonderful and terrible things that have happened throughout history. None of us started the fire. None of us is to blame for the chaotic nature of the world. We were all just born into it. As Joel sings, it was always burning since the world's been turning. The upheaval and carnage, as well as the beauty and wonder, date back to time immemorial. Perhaps the most poignant point in the whole song, however, comes when Joel sings, No, we didn't light it, 
but we tried to fight it. This is important, particularly in the context in which the song was inspired, that is, teaching younger generations about the events of the past and what older generations had to live through. What's more, the problems facing the world today are not the fault of any past generation. A generation is just a group of people who had no control over the time and place into which they were born, and who simply did the best they could, given the circumstances they found themselves in. Some tried to fight the fire by simply getting on with their lives. Others took more direct action, while others, of course, fanned the flames. The point is, the historical and economic factors causing the world's problems date back a long time, and while blaming whole groups of people for them is overly simplistic and counterproductive, individuals have exercised great influence upon the world, both positively and negatively. Intergenerational angst and misunderstandings can cause real social harm. For example, the perception that baby boomers are all greedy or that all millennials are all lazy can cause unnecessary hostility between people who are really on the same team, people who are ultimately just trying to make the world a better place. Tensions between generations are nothing new. In ancient Greece, Socrates once said, The children now love luxury. They have bad manners, contempt for authority. They show disrespect for elders and love chatter in place of exercise. Children are now tyrants, not the servants of their households. They no longer rise when elders enter the room. They contradict their parents, chatter before company, gobble up dainties at the table, cross their legs, and tyrannise their teachers. The exact same sentiment could have been expressed by parents in the 1960s about their children listening to the Beatles, or parents today, distraught at how much time their kids spend playing Minecraft. Clearly, tensions have always existed between generations, and they probably always will. But forming an understanding of where we've come from is the best way to navigate where we are going, and the best way to understand each other. That's why the study of history is so vital, and Billy Joel's song is a fun reminder of that important fact. Yet having said all that, Billy Joel himself was never actually that proud of the song. He thought the melody was derivative and compared it to a dentist's drill. When he was sued for allegedly plagiarising the melody, Joel scoffed at the idea someone seriously thought he would need to or want to steal something so mundane. Often artists are their own harshest critics. Although the singer himself didn't particularly like the song, fans did. It reached number one in the US and went platinum, selling over one million copies. The song has also inspired parodies, updated versions by other artists, and of course, this podcast. So thanks for listening to Since the World's Been Turning. Thanks to Will McGillivray for the introduction music and to our writer, David Coyle. Please join us again next time as we return to our usual exploration of the people, events and places behind Billy Joel's iconic song. For more episodes and information, you can follow NZ Pods, that's P-O-D-Z, on Instagram and Facebook, or you can visit our website, www.nzpods.com, 
That's nzpodz.com. Giving us reviews and ratings on your podcast service helps us share this project with more listeners. So please share your thoughts. We greatly appreciate your help in keeping this project going. Thanks again for listening, and please come back next time to hear more from Since the World's Been Turning.